This upcoming concert season will be all about the boots, and Tecovis is your stop for the best in Western style. Tecovis has seasonal and limited edition offerings this spring and summer, including men's and women's boots, apparel, hats, bags, and more. All Tecovis boots are made by hand in a time-honored tradition with timeless styles that are always on trend. And Tecovis has first wear comfort with little to no break-in period. It's hard to find this level of comfort paired with this level of style. Stop by your local Tecova store, have a complimentary drink or two, that's WCB style, and shop new styles. The smell of fresh leather and friendly staff are at your service. Many stores even have leather custom branding to make your boots truly personalized. And with regular live music and events, there's no in-store experience like it. If you can't make it into a store, just visit tecovas.com. That's T-E-C-O-V-A-S.com. They offer free shipping on all boots, as well as free returns and exchanges, and ship right to your door. Go to tecovas.com and find your new favorite pair of boots today. Hunting boots are a critical component of any successful hunt. Whether walking a short distance to your blind or trudging miles through rugged terrain, your feet are carrying the load. Without the right boots, you could give up early and lose out on that trophy just over the ridge. At Midway USA, we make selecting boots for your next hunt easier. With just a few clicks of a mouse, you can decide on what's important, like waterproofing, insulation, size, width, and savings. For just about everything for shooting, hunting, and the outdoors, check out MidwayUSA.com. Heads out. See what this Tennessee boy's thinking about. Florida. It's going down for real. Florida. See what I did there? Man, I'm so clever. You guys are so lucky. And I'm so damn clever. Florida. It's all it's on my freaking mind. Florida bass. It's like 17 degrees at my house now. I don't know if that's the official temperature or not, but it sucks. I know that. I've been out in uh, Missouri this week for TH, T and H Marine, as my buddy Swindle calls it. Been out in Missouri, out there riding around the roads for TH, and man, it was like really cold up there around Springfield uh, this week. Down around flipping Arkansas this week. Mm-hmm. Home of Ranger boats. Still building legends one at a time. Shout out to the Diesel. Spanky Scott Arms down at Ranger. But uh yeah, it's 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 cold. It's really, really, really cold. And uh got Florida on the brain. Got Florida on the brain, and so do uh the 230 guys and gals in the Bassmaster Open. That was supposed to start the Harris Chain today, January 24th. And I uh, got canceled due to weather. And, of course, because this year's crazy already. And then all the uh, BPT MLFers, Secret Society of Anglers, are headed down uh, tomorrow. I think they got to be there Saturday for a meeting, their first meeting. They practice Sunday, Monday. Then they uh, start competition Tuesday. So it's all here, all the talk. This will be the last 
low-budget live before the Bass Pro Tour starts. The greatest thing the world of tournament fishing has ever known before it kicks off. This will be the last low-budget live. This is, this is historic. This is so historic. Um, no matter what happens next week, it will be historic. No matter what. Our guest that we will be talking to momentarily. Let you be pondering this, thinking about this a little bit. You know, I always say that I try to make it a surprise. Just hit me, but then then I post like, "Hey guys, swipe up uh, to hear the podcast with this guest." So it's never a surprise. You already know who you're who you're getting to uh, listen to today. But he is a returning guest. Actually, the first one of these that I ever put up on uh, on iTunes. He was one of the one of the guests. But not only is he ready for the uh, the Bass Pro Tour, so one of my former FLW colleagues, uh, great human being, even better bass snatcher, and he drove. I did the math. Uh, actually, I didn't. That's bullcrap. Uh, Google Earth, Google Maps. Shout out to Google. Much love, Google. Uh, 2,937 miles from his home in California to Kissimmee, Florida. And he arrived, um, I believe, and we'll find out. But I, I, we were talking this morning, and uh, he should have got there a couple hours ago. So we're going to hear about that, and that's Cody Meyer. Cody Myers, as I've heard some people say. It doesn't have an S. It does not have an S. But uh, one, of the, one of the good dude was going to get his uh, – I think he called him in one of the MLFs that's been on TV. I haven't watched it, but they posted a clip of him catching a big, and it was kind of cool. But, uh, yeah, he was new to MLF last year, I believe, um, all the way around on the TV show and all that. Now he, uh, you know, he left the tour. He's going to be doing the uh, Bass Pro Tour thing. So um, one of my bros, one of my bros, anxious to hear. Uh, I just want to hear about this drive, honestly. I want to hear about this, uh, this insane trek he makes across the United States twice a year. Twice a year he makes that, that long, long, long ride. Um, I would go crazy and I don't mind driving, right? Like I, I just don't, um, been driving all week and you know, I've been driving and you run the risk of ethanol everywhere you go in this country, ethanol, and it sucks, but lucky for all of us, StarTron not only protects LBL, but they also protect your investments. Low Budget Live brought to you by the amazing Florida-based, huh? Yeah, Florida-based company of StarTron and StarBright. Get you, get you some StarTron. Get you some StarBright. Um, but yeah, I've been driving around this week in the cold and the snow and you name it. It sucks. It's, it's all sucked. And uh, yesterday, if you saw my Instagram story, one of the dumber things I've ever had happen. So Pat Churchman, who's a sales rep buddy of mine, a uh, good friend of mine, work work with through TH Marine, um, he always pops up on LBO. We say block Pat Churchman. That's what Big C's always called him. But big shout out to Pat. Been with Pat this week. And Pat, my tailgate was frozen yesterday. And so Pat, in his infinite wisdom, which he has a lot of, um, decides he's going to try to open my tailgate right before I leave to go down, down the interstate. And, and I say, hey, man, just leave it alone. It's, it's frozen. I'll deal with it later, whatever. I'll just, I was trying to put a box back there, and I just put it in the back seat and rolled on. And he'd been pulling on it. And I was like, dude, that thing's going to fall down later. And we just kind of laughed at it went on. Well, about, a, I don't know, let's say 100 miles later, I'm at a red light 
and and this guy pulls up next to me. He's waving like not like one would wave if they were signaling. You have a bunch of crap falling out by your truck, <laughs> but waving like hell yeah, man, that rap is sweet. I mean, and I get that sometimes. You know, we all, all everybody raps. I mean, people do think it's cool or whatever, and people are fishermen all over the country. You never know. Sometimes I see people that follow me. You know, whatever. And he's just waving, and I was on the phone. In, in the middle of a honestly a pretty important phone call, I was like, "Hey, man!" And I just waved at him, and he rolled his window, and he kind of sped off. Well, about I don't know, let's just say an hour after that, I'm looking in my rear view, and I'm like, "Damn, there's a lot of light coming through." Oh my god! And my tailgate was down. I have no less than ten thousand dollars worth of tackle in there right now. Cases of Evan Rude Oil, shout out to Evan Rude BRP. Cases of Evan Rude Oil in there, like clothes, I mean, you, you name it, it's in there. I've really never even unpacked from Rayburn. i got to do all that this weekend and next week, swap it out. I've just been really busy with a lot of TH stuff. Anyways, uh, definitely lost, lost some uh, tackle down the highway at some point. Had to have some plastics that blew out or something. But the only... The only for sure thing that I lost was uh, uh, one boot <laughs> from a pair of boots. So now I might as well have lost both of them, you know? What are you going to do with one boot? What are you going to do? Got a friend that's a pirate and give it to him? I don't, I don't know. Dad jokes. Hashtag dad jokes. So I don't know. I, I lost it. Uh, drove back home, and the triple threat informs me on my drive home. That goose, the amazing lab goose, my bro, my boy, goose, who weighs over 100 pounds and is ridiculous, the goose has had an altercation with a skunk. And goose likes to sleep in the house at night. So goose has been, uh, apparently this way, he has been pissed that the triple threat has not let him in. And when you get out of the truck and goose comes up to greet you like he always does, you know that him and that skunk had a throwdown because he smells like ass. I mean, Lord have mercy. So I'm going to have to deal with that this afternoon. It's cold as hell, and I, I just, I don't know. I, I don't uh, really want to try to give good, good. First of all, giving Goose any sort of bath, wash, anything like that turns into a absolute disaster. He would rather you shoot him between the eyes, and that's no joke. And I've almost done that a couple times. Sorry, PETA, because he just goes so berserk, and he stinks all the time. Cause he's just an, just a big dumb animal, but uh, yeah, I gotta figure this out. Cause he stinks, man. He stinks so freaking bad. So came home to that, but uh, lots going on this weekend um, with the kiddos, with the triple threat. Ryder D, my youngest Ryder D. Ryder is turning eight years old on Sunday. Uh, big Charlie turned fifteen. He's going to get his permit next week. Last weekend. So we got two birthdays in a row, but uh, last weekend hit up the Tennessee Vols basketball game. Thanks to Brad Knight for Charlie's birthday this weekend. We are going to hit up one of those trampoline jump places. And let me tell you real quick, real quick, let me, let me tell you about my experience with trampoline jump parks. So if we rewind a, a few years, before you all knew 
the Luke Duncan you think you know now. Life was crazy. It was crazy. Um, and and it was just one thing after another. I was going through a divorce, had gone through a divorce. It's crazy. And it, it was it was Hudson, my my uh, my ten year old, eleven year old, excuse me. It was his birthday. He's a little guy, and Ryder's an even smaller guy, probably three. And I took him to one of these jump places by myself, and in Nashville, Tennessee. And they did not have enough uh, workers to be on the under five arena. They called it. So I was like, you know what? I'm cool. I'm a cool dad. I'll go out here and I'll jump around. Right. I'll jump. And so I had my cowboy boots on and blue jeans because why not? Why wouldn't you? And the only other people in there that are parents are hot soccer moms clad in yoga pants that are doing cartwheels, you know, because they used to be cheerleaders, of course, and homecoming queens and all that stuff, which, by the way, the triple threat is a homecoming queen as well. MD, Marissa D, triple threat, homecoming queen, and a cheerleader. So there you go. Had that to the mix, boys. Uh but anyways, they're all in there, you know, and, and Hudson's having a big time and Ryder's having fun. I'm thinking, man, this is really cool. It's the first time I've ever been to anything like this. And uh and and I'm I'm jumping with Ryder, my little man. We're holding hands, and then he gets up his confidence, so he's he's jumping ahead of me, and I'm trying to keep up with him at that point. And I I make about three jumps in this uh this trampoline park, and on the third and final uh, ascent, we'll say. When I landed, it sounded like a shotgun went off, and I tore three ligaments at the top of my foot. <laughs> I go down for the count. Soccer mom's everywhere. I'm trying to play it off like I just slipped, like I'm not really about to die. And uh, I, I gather up my boys, and I get off of the arena floor, and I go over to the side to a bench, and I raise my jeans up, and it looks like a dang softball is sticking out of my foot and it's black and I'm almost passing out because it's just the pain is it's rushing to my head. And, uh, it was a hot minute, ladies and gentlemen, it was a hot minute in this old boy's life. And I'll just tell you right now, we're taking old Ryder D back to one Saturday for his birthday. And you can bet one thing, this fat boy ain't going to be getting nowhere near it. Fat ass challenge or not. I like working out. I like running and all that good stuff. I won't be stepping foot on a damn trampoline. Cause I'm going to tell you what I found out. Other than the fact that when I turned 30, uh, 29, 30, whatever I was, 30, I think, that I was more fragile than I'd ever been in my life. But what I found out in that moment when I went to these people for help because I had done this and I was there with my boys alone, when I went to the employees of this place, like, look, help, you got to help me with my kids here. You know, this is not good. They had a closet that had every pair of crutches that every doctor's office has ever had shoved in it. This stuff happens every day there about 30 times a day. That's why you sign every liability release. So take old guys, take it from me. Trampoline parks, dangerous as hell. Don't even think it's a good idea. Don't even Holy cow, just got a awesome text from the one and only Cody Meyer. Let's get him on the phone. Yo. What's up, buddy? Oh, dude, not much. I finally get here 
and I smashed my finger. I'm like, yay! <laughs> I'm gonna post a picture of that when yeah. I when I post the uh, hey Cody Meyer uh, Myers. That's what I like to say, Cody Myers, because that's what say people say. That's what people say when they're uh, they don't know how to say your name. I think Cody uh, Myers for sure. For sure. Swindle <laughs> Swindle probably calls you Cody Myers, and you don't even know it. Uh, Cody Myers. I don't even know it. Cause he calls yeah. T H T and H Marine all the time, but Marine. but you you sent me a picture of your smash finger that I just saw when I picked up my phone. Uh huh. How did you yes. do? How did you smash your finger? How did I smash it? So let me think about this. I just completed a three thousand mile drive. Two thousand nine hundred and thirty-seven miles from Auburn, California to Kissimmee, Florida. I did the math. You sir are a champion. I did the, I guess I did the drive. Hey, funny story. I don't know. Somewhere in Louisiana, Mississippi. I'm so out of it. So tired. I get gas or get diesel, get back on the freeway and I drive for like 30 minutes and I look down, I'm going, Oh, I'm going West. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going back so home. Y'all. I'm going, I'm going back home. So anyways, I turn around and uh, yeah, so I get here. I have a camper. I get the, uh, the camper unloaded. I'm going to take the pin out. I have this long extended hitch. I start beating on this thing. And yeah, I slipped off and rubber mounts the finger. <sighs> oh no. Oh, oh, no. Well, that just sounds like that's just a dad move. Now that you're a dad of, you know, father of two amazing children, that stuff just is just gonna happen to you more. Hey, it just happens, man. You you for one, you become an expert in life and changing diapers yes. and uh, dealing with dealing with things that a normal person never yes. sees. And yes. then, uh, yeah, hey, hey, at least I'm prepared, man. Like the dad life kicked in. I got a, I, I'm not even going to show you this picture, but I got an Anna and Elsa Frozen movie sticker, Band-Aid sticker on my finger right now. Oh, I ne- no, I think that needs to be, that needs, that's social media worthy, my friend. Do it for the gram. <laughs> Do it for Instagram. Do it for the gram, man. Do, Do it for the cause. Do it for Brooke. Brooke will love it. Oh, Do it. Do it for your baby it. girl. She'll love it. Oh, man. So, so how many days, and you and I talked earlier this week, but it's how many days when you get in your truck, how many days are you in your truck? Because, I mean, you're not – nobody's an Iron Man. Nobody's able to knock that out because it's about 42, 43 hours. How many yeah. days are you in the truck when you leave California to head to the East Coast to Florida, which is the longest trip you'll make all year? Four, four, four days, solid four days. So yes, I left, um, at noon or one o'clock on Sunday and, uh, it was a pretty good experience. You know, you can do it in about three to three and a half. If you are jacked up on Red Bull, everything's perfect. <laughs> yeah. And Adderall and other illegal things, yeah, probably yeah. <laughs> trucker you know, pills. You, you some, yeah. You yeah. have some of those, uh, whatever they call yellow them, jackets those. they sell them at truck yeah, stops jackets or horny, <laughs> horny goat weed whatever yeah, it's called. yeah. <laughs> extends ease yeah that stuff yeah yeah, yeah. you're gonna you're gonna get places but, yes you know, maybe the know, wrong places <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah don't stop in, in louisiana with horny goat weed, yeah okay? <laughs> there's lots of goats there's lots of goats uh, you're a goat oh wait you're a goat <laughs> Hey, you're, you're, are you a boy goat or a girl goat? You're a goat. You're a goat. Oh. No, so Andy Morganweed. <laughs> Andy Morganweed. When I left California, it was raining. All right. So I it wasn't fun. I drove the whole state, pretty much rain. 
I get to Barstow, California. I'm pretty tired, uh, so I sleep there. I get up in the morning, and for one, I'm sleeping in this cab over camper. It's so windy during the night that I swear I was up half the night thinking, I'm actually going to flip over. That's how windy it was. So I get up, and I start driving, and it's raining the whole day. Then it finally stops, and then I get through Flagstaff, Arizona, and I had 100 miles after that of snow. Jeez. And I could drive in snow pretty good, you know, living in Northern California. But, uh, yeah, they have no plows, no sand trucks. So I do that and then finally get out of that, hit somewhere around Dallas, and it finally just stopped raining. So that's unbelievable. You were chasing the front, the gigantic front that came across the entire country that caused the Harris Chain Bassmaster Open to get delayed and canceled today or whatever. You followed it. Yeah, I, I rode the wave. You did. You did. That's insane, man, to think about that. You did. You traveled with a weather pattern. You are a cold I, front. Hey, I am a cold front. I feel like, you know, I'm the reason why every time we went somewhere last year and this year, apparently, that uh, we have bad weather. I'm the reason. Blame me. It's Blame not global me. warming or any of that kind of stuff. It's Cody. Uh, Al Gore had Al it right Gore. all those years. Yeah. No. <laughs> I don't, you know, last the last two years, really, we've had just sucky weather everywhere we've been on tour. And, you know, that was kind of always the joke, freaking lousy weather or uh, flood, lightning, wind. You know, it's what FLW stands for. And yeah. so far, we're kicking it off the same way again this year. <laughs> I mean, it's yeah, no different. Well, I mean, crazy, man. I, yeah. Rayburn, geez. I mean, they've never had that much water. Did they have a tournament there? Did they have a tournament? I didn't know. Oh, I didn't know. I was... I I missed it. I I wasn't there. I wasn't there. You weren't there, so I didn't think I had to be there. And then turns out they had one. Terry Bolton caught like a thousand pounds of bass. Hey, I was when that tournament kicked off that week. I'm not gonna lie. I felt like depressed, really weird. Weird. I saw pictures. Yeah. Yeah. Pictures from Jody Blanco, and I'm like, you know what? I'm glad I'm not there right now. It looks pretty. Yeah. It, It wasn't. It wasn't fun, and it dang sure wasn't easy. But. That that's what I talked to, you know, Justin Atkins and Suggs and Strader. You know, I got a dose of it with Strader last year, him not being there for the first one, and he was calling and texting, you know. But all you guys, the guys that went to the elites and the guys that went to the BPT, I mean, dude, it's a ton of new faces, and it's not many of the familiar faces anymore. And it's it was really, I don't know, it's kind of a – I mean, it was a great event, one of the best events I've ever been to as far as, you know, FLW was well-ran. Uh, they're super appreciative. Their goals have definitely changed like a lot of organizations have because of the Bass Pro Tour MLF movement that happened. But, dude, it was just kind of somber, too, because you're looking around. Me and Braxton were talking about it. It's like, this is really weird. Cody, you've been at every tournament, you know, once I got back into it, Fish and Co., and then qualified and made the switch. Like, you've been at every tournament, every FLW I've ever been to in five years. And, you know, Suggs is my roommate, Gagliardi, a room with those guys. And, and like our buddy JJ stopped fishing this year. JJ's not there. And me and Weaver were talking about it too, you know, Josh Weaver fished as a co-angler and he and I make the switch and we're like, all of our guys are gone, man. Yeah. This, this is, this is completely strange. So I know it had to feel weird until you saw the fact that the weather sucked as uh, it normally does. Yes. Yes. Dude, I did feel weird. Honestly, I, I mean, for 10 years, I fished FLW Tour. And so yep. 10 years, every single year, there I was. And, uh, yeah, so for the first time in 10 years, I'm like, oh, my gosh. I mean, if I think about, you know, 10 years ago, God, I still had hair. 
Um, I didn't have a double chin. You know, it was it was. The you had abs. You probably had yeah, abs. I, had, I would say you had abs. I would say I, that. I, I, you know, we'll say I did. Yes, that's for, me. Uh, I, I've never had them in my life, but I tell my kids, <laughs> "Oh man, I had rock solid abs before I knew you guys." God, you should have seen how big I was. Yeah, man. I worked out every day. Yeah, yeah I was slow, bro. Hey, I was so no. slow. Hey, think of this for a second. So Andy Morgan, I asked him if uh, he thought it was weird, and he goes, "I have been to every single FLW tour event ever since the beginning, nope. ever, ever." And and I thought I was uh, kind of feeling weird because ten years, but dude, forty eight years ago, he was fishing the tour. I know forty eight exactly. Yeah, he fished. <laughs> he fished against Bill Taylor before he was a tournament director. <laughs> I know. Hey, and Bill. Bill beat him, dude. Hey, boys. I think Bill did beat him at something one time, like a Redman Regional or something, because he does tell that story a lot. Oh, I bet. Yeah. I've never beat Andy at anything. I've never beat Andy at, like, arm wrestling, uh, cards. I've never beat him at anything. I, I haven't either, man, so don't feel bad. I do think – no, actually, I think I beat him at Travis. This is so bad, but I know I beat him at Travis. It was like his Michael Jordan flu game, except he didn't bring it. He was so yeah. sick at Travis, he weighed like two the first day and three the second. I do hey, remember that one. That was his worst finish ever, I think, and I and I barely beat him. Hey, so, yeah, Andy, I, I, a real funny story here. So, uh, back in, gosh, 2014, Forestwood Cup, <clears throat> I weigh in 16 pounds the first day. I'm in second, or 16, 14, whatever it was. It was the second place. I know that. Day two, I threw up a blank, a big goose egg, right? And I go, Randy walks up to me and goes, what do you got, man? I said, I got nothing. I blank. What? Yeah, I blank. He goes, nice bag. <laughs> <laughs> nice bag. I said, thank you. So, yeah, naturally, at Lake Travis, when he had two fish, because that's a really weird deal, he had two. And yeah, he always he has. He wakes happy. up with a 12 pounds in his, limit, in his live wheel. Yeah. Yeah, I said, what do you got? He goes, two. I go, nice bag. He goes, yeah, I had that one coming. Uh, well, that's <laughs> the thing people don't know about Andy is like, you're, you know, fans that don't see him is he likes to give people a hard time. Oh, yeah. And not in like a cocky way because it's not like I'm better than all you. He just likes to, he just, when it sucks, he likes to tell you you suck. And when you do good, he'll be the first one to tell you you did good. I mean, yep. That's you just know. Andy. He's just fun yeah. like that. He's fun like that. And you know how he always comes in, right? He's he's always got, like, huge bag. And it, it came easy to him, I'm sure, that day. And he'll go, Luke or Cody or yeah. whoever, how'd you do today? And you tell him, he goes, really? Like, you suck, you know? Yeah. Like, really? Yeah. That's yeah. all you call Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Or he'll be like, I got 19. Like, it's a bad thing. I got 19. I'm like, you weighed 19 pounds? Like, I had three bites all day or what? I got hell, yeah. I only got nineteen. Like what? Yeah. What? <laughs> I'll be jumping for Joey. I'll be I'll be dragging him up here like it was forty pounds if I had nineteen no, pounds on today. You know? I know. And heck yeah, you'd be fist pumping all the way up on stage, man. Well, so so you're all set up. You got the camper off the truck, and you're you're at Kissimmee. Um, what are you thinking, man? Butterflies? Uh, are you nervous? Well, are you? just pumped what what's the feeling well the feeling right now is my fingers throbbing <laughs> <pretty good>. <laughs> <laughs> my fingers throbbing i feel delusional 
But I am absolutely fired up. I mean, yes, it's cold right now in Florida. It's like, and it's supposed to be in the 40s. So I'm not ex- super excited about yeah. the fishing yet. But honestly, man, I am super fired up. I've been waiting all year for this. I am definitely nervous. I think most guys are. I'm not nervous about going fishing. I just, it's so new. Yep. And you do not know really what's going to happen. Probably I mean, going to be some hiccups and yeah, things. Yeah, going to be some hiccups. Yeah. And it's just going to be, it's going to be different. I mean, it's going to be like, you know, my whole life, every single tournament I've ever fished, you're fishing for the five biggest fish you could possibly catch. Yep. You know what the and, expectations are. Yeah. And you have a goal in your mind, you know, yep. you want to catch, of course you want to catch 30 pounds, but Hey, if I get to 15, pounds most of the day, time we all talk to each other enough, you're like 12 a day could get us paid 16 a day, make the cut, yada, yada, yada. We all seem to be able to ballpark that pretty well. Yes. Yes. Except we always usually ballpark it like low 12 pounds is going to, he's going to make a check and then it takes it 16 takes a, day. a day. Yes. Yeah. yeah. That's normally how I ballpark it. Yeah. 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 But so like this deal, I mean, heck, you just don't know. And then, you know, how do you practice? That's another thing. Like, how do I practice? Do I, you know, do Fish I for practice? Most bites, big bites. Yeah. Yeah. And, and, you know, you've had those spots in the past where you pull up in your Kentucky Lake and you're catching pound and a half, pound and a half, two pounder, two pounder. And in a normal tournament, those are not good. So you're all out. Like a, that's like a money hole. You know? Oh, yeah. So, but, man, I'm fired up. I think the whole whole field is is extremely excited um you know dave lefebvre is making posts all the time that i don't understand but what (laughs) what i haven't seen any of his posts i don't i mean i won't say i don't follow dave but i don't follow dave (laughs) i don't don't follow dave either but there's a group message board and dave loves to post on there oh really swindle will occasionally post uh something like did you get a sock or something weird? I have to ask him. Like, what's this whole? Did I get a sock? I, I'm not sure. But okay. Well, the yeah. sock thing started with me and Watson and Swindle this Christmas, but it's a really long story. That. <laughs> so, all right, I'll try to I'll try to summarize it because he's been texting me that lately. So, man, this is going to put a lot of perspective for you on this. I didn't know he was doing that. I thought he was just texting. So. I came up with an idea for a charity uh, event and kind of late in the Christmas season, and we we did some stuff with it. But in a joke, in a group text, Swindle said, kids get socks for Christmas. Because I was trying to get some toys for kids, and he was just basically like, kids get socks. That's all they deserve. Yeah. Like, kids yeah. get socks. So he's been t- – like, after Rayburn – Instead of him saying, hey, man, sorry you had a tough event, he sent me no socks for you. <laughs> <laughs> so so that's kind of where the sock thing came from, is a group text between me and Watson and Swindle that if it ever uh, made the light of day, we would all lose every sponsor we ever had because it was not nice. But uh, yeah. it was pretty funny. But that's Swindle's socks. I don't know why he's texting it to people that don't understand it, but uh, that doesn't surprise me. Here, I'm going to go back. I'm going to look. It says, anyways, Lefebvre is asking questions like, uh, can we catch bedfish multiple times? Can we snag them in the eye? Can we hook them last year? T- you know, who knows? I don't know what he's asking. I mean, I think. I wonder about that. Is there a rule about hooking one bedfish over and over and over and over and over? 
Yes, you can't. You cannot. Okay, I mean, you got to move on. You got to move on. You got to okay. go. Now, you know, heck. Because if y'all were at Champlain or something, you just sit there and get the same four-pounder all day long. Yeah, yeah. Uh, here, here's the thing. I don't even know if I can leg- legally read Yeah, yeah, yeah. You might not. You yeah. might. But this, it's the super it says, secret society of anglers. <laughs> Dave, no socks for you. <laughs> <laughs> I told you. Telling you, uh, that's why right there, G, carrying uh, over. Thinking, and you're yeah, like, why what? is he saying that? No socks for you. I don't even get it, but now I get it. Yeah, it I, makes, I totally see. It should never make sense. Anything that me or Gerald or Watson ever says should ever make sense, but that shines a little more light on why he's saying no socks for you. He's yes, comparing Dave you. to a kid. <laughs> I, I was wondering why no one liked that comment. because Nobody understood it. <laughs> nobody understands. And I could just see a random, like, no socks for you, Jim Wilburn, um, in a week here. So yeah, well, that's how, that whatever. may happen. That may <laughs> yeah. happen. He gets down there and gets mad at Wilburn. You all might not get any socks. Oh, Who knows? man. Well, I God, saw I you. What kind of socks? I, I don't know. If it's yeah. swindled, they'll be ugly. He wears ugly socks yeah. all the time. He's mm-hmm. he's all about his fashion forward sense that he's got. Um, so I saw a clip you posted from that elimination round or whatever. I haven't got to watch that yet, but you caught a dang big. Yeah. And what lake was that on? That was on Lake Murray in Oklahoma. Oklahoma Lake yep. Murray. Okay. Yeah, okay. Oklahoma Lake Murray. Yeah. So obviously I've been to uh, Lake Murray, South Carolina. Yeah. And here we are. We're in Oklahoma, Ardmore, Oklahoma. Uh, that event took place right after Kentucky Lake last year. Okay. So I drive out there, I wake up, here we are, and I see Lake Murray. I'm like, what the heck, Lake Murray? Yeah. And it was brutal. Like, the fishing was brutal for MLF, that event. But, yes, I had that was one of the coolest bites I have ever caught in my entire life, or, or coolest bites, coolest fish catches I've ever had. I was throwing a buzzbait down the bank, right? And, <clears throat> you know, MLF. Of course, you don't know where you're going, so you're you're trying to kind of get a grasp of the lake and, and cruise down the bank. And and uh, I remember you get in that little boat, turn the hydro wave on, you go. I'm throwing a buzz bait, burning them down the bank, and this bass blows up on this thing like three feet behind it. But mm-hmm. it it looked like Moby Dick trying to eat. Oh, this I bet. Thing. And, I, and I thought, oh my gosh, dude, it was a giant one. And so. There I have a little wacky worm sitting right there and fired up there, light line. Why it was on light line? No idea, but it was. And it hits the water, and this thing jumps out of the water to eat it. Holy crap. Yes. Like, it must have thought the thing was a dragonfly or something. I mean, because it hit the water, and it jumped the water, ate it, set the hook. Dude, did loops around the boat, finally got it in. It was a six-pound, 11-ouncer, super skinny, (laughs) Uh, spawned out, big old girl, would have been like a nine pounder, and Jeez. it was an epic battle. Yes. Did you catch on like so, seven? I caught it on six. six. I don't know why it was on six, but yeah, six. I, I respect your hustle. You know, you know, I told you I'm now the um the second you got out of there, FLW posted my drop shot tips because I'm now the finesse king and it showed at Rayburn, I'm now yes. when it was not a finesse tournament, that I am now the finesse king of the FLW tour. Hey, with no what? spotted bass lakes on the schedule this year at all. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. man. It should be, gr- should be great. <laughs> well, maybe Seminole in the, in the trees. <laughs> maybe, yeah, yeah. I've, 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 uh, I've heard that deal goes down there. Oh, man. No, it, it was uh, it was That's crazy. awesome, man. I, 
you know, I had the rod tied up from uh, Kentucky Lake. It was a drop shot rod, and I just changed a hook, and I was being lazy. And yeah, so anyways, caught it. And it was it was a uh, definitely really cool fish. And with that fish alone, I would have moved on. That's how, that's how phenomenal Jeez, this like. I haven't got to, yeah. Well, Jeff Creed's there from there, so, you know, whatever. That's probably well, why it sucks. He's probably called all of them or something. Uh, that's that explains a lot honestly yeah that's that, probably why that explains why he has like a creep tail worm and a shaky head king you know what i mean <laughs> yeah exactly <laughs> yeah but yeah man so good times man it's that's uh, awesome dude it's fun yeah now this drive like say for those listening i'm still kind of delusional at this point i got a ton of rods sitting next to me you got a three hour time swing too yeah, that's always fun, you know. Yeah. So you go to bed super late and you wake up late. But uh, yeah, I'm just, I'm, you know, just like the rest of everyone here, just excited to kick this thing off and see what it's all about. And does it take you, know. you like physically? For me, I mean, because most of the time, you know, like Rayburn's an 11 hour drive from my house. I get in the truck Saturday morning because I got a lot going on with the kids. A lot of guys break it up, you know, or go down early. But I, I stay to the last possible minute, you know, with the yep. family. I roll out on Saturday, I drive 11 hours, and I pull up. You know, I've got my tackle ready before I leave. But I get there, I go to the grocery store, I do things, whatever. And then the next morning, you know, you're, you're it's live action. You're putting the helmet on and you're going to work. Yeah. And yep. when I get home from that, most of the time, by the time I we've had practice days and then the event, and then I get in the truck and drive 11 hours home, I'm pretty well wiped out for three or four days, man. I mean, it, it does, yeah. it, especially the first one of the year. It always gets me, and uh, yeah. especially early like this. And, and my life's busy like that, like yours is. I'm always going, going, going. But does it take you a couple days to recoup from that drive? Oh, dude, absolutely. Or do you That's ever why. recoup from it, really, I guess? You, you really don't. Like, tomorrow morning, I have all day tomorrow. We have meetings on Saturday, but tomorrow <clears throat> till noon, the phone will be off and I'll be sleeping. I'm good. And it is, it is crazy how hard it is. Not only that, but just like what you mentioned, like when I fly, especially East coast time, I fly out from California to, to Georgia, I leave my boat and truck at Jason Johnson's house, you know, all year. And, uh, you go through that three hour time zone change and it, it's hard, man, yeah. to adjust because you get there and, you know, say you've been going to bed every night at home at, for me in California, say at 11 o'clock. Well, now all of a sudden it's, you know, one in the morning, two in the morning yep. out in Georgia. I mean, and it's, it's hard to adjust, but you know, after, uh, after a couple of days, you kind of get used to it again. But I mean, I think the whole process, just like you mentioned, I mean, no matter what, it's a grind. Like everyone always thinks, Oh, you're a fisherman. You get to go out there and have a beer all day on the boat. No. <laughs> it, <laughs> we could, a, I guess, but we get disqualified. Yeah. You know, you would, yeah. But no, it's a it's a grind the whole time, man. It's it's tough. It's it's a mental uh, game. It's physically challenging all day, and you know this drive no different. You you know you're sitting in a truck for twelve hours a day. You don't think it's a big deal, but you get here and you're like, man, I'm beat. Well, I I know uh, I feel like you're going to you're one of my picks to be way up there in the standings once this thing's over because i know you and uh i know how you fish and i think this deal suits your style very 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 well and through the grapevine and i won't say anything but through the grapevine i've heard where this thing is going yeah and, and i imagine you're pretty excited 
yeah, you know yeah. what? You know, I mean, you're going to be all right. You're going to be all right, I think. That, that I am fired up for, for sure. Oh, you know, I Florida, can. you don't know. <laughs> well, yeah. You, yeah, you don't you, know. You just don't know. But the rest of the season, yeah, a couple events, like one, for yeah. sure. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. But, but you, you know, me and Atkins were talking about this um, this week. You know, this is the great equalizer because Florida – is known for a guy running around and he catches him five two-pounders, you know, and however many other two-pounders, you know, take Okeechobee, for example. But you catch a bunch of two-pounders and then you get lucky and you catch a six and you got what you got. You know, you got 14, you got whatever. This is the great equalizer because that doesn't matter. I mean, it obviously helps you, but if some dude catches 30 two-pounders in one of them schools like you can get in in some of them places, it doesn't matter if a guy catches three five-pounders, you beat him. Exactly. I mean, you That's, you beat him, so it's going to be interesting, man. It's going to be so it, interesting. It, it is. I was talking to uh, – I was working a sports show last week. I was talking to Ish Monroe, and he's like, well, it's not going to be much different. I said, not much different. Dude, come on. I mean, for me, I'll tell you what. In Florida, it's a heck of a lot easier catching 25 fish that weigh one to two pounds yes. than it is catching five and you and I both know how to, how to get that done. You know what I'm saying? You know the style yeah. of fishing that you got to do to do both. You yeah. know, and I, it changes your approach. That's what you're saying about practice and all that. Like, it would change my mindset dramatically. Yeah, like you know, if I, I keep thinking about it, but there's those spots where you'll you'll find in every event usually that you know, like take Rayburn. Like, I don't know how Rayburn was, but I'm sure there's an offshore spot where there was tons of little spotted bass. Oh yeah. Yeah. They're there. Yeah. And, and you could sit there and catch one after another, you could but catch five pounds of them. Yeah. 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 You catch five pounds, but you catch 30 of them. Yep. Well, that'd be a spot you would never want to fish in, in a normal tournament. But for this deal, you'd be like, well, maybe I can go catch 15 of them. They weigh one pound, but yeah. I could do it real quick. And, and uh, get on score tracker, you know. Absolutely. So that's that's a different thing. And or then, if you got a big weight in your hand, you're going down through there, going, oh, I got six really big bites down this stretch. So I shook off, felt like big ones. I'm going to go flipping, and I'm going to beat these guys with my five biggest. Let them fish for the little ones, and you're flipping. And in the first three hours, you've caught you one six pounder, and that thing's going ding, 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 and you're like, eventually, I'm going to catch some more big ones. I mean, dude, that it just, I don't know how you it, do that. I just don't. It's crazy. Yeah, I don't. It, I don't know. Crazy. There are going to be guys that absolutely get rolled because of it too, and I'm not yep. being negative because I think my mentality, the way I I am, I think I would like the approach that you would take. I think I would be okay, but I think that part of it, when that thing starts going off, man, I don't know. I don't know how I would it, handle it. It's crazy. I'll tell you this much. So, fishing ML up the last couple of years, the uh, the select events, you you go out there, you're you're excited. You're super positive, right? You're like, yes, I'm going to catch them. I'm going to, I'm going to, you know, you have a game plan in your mind. Like let's yeah. say you're going to throw a buzz bait or a square bill or a top water for the first hour and a half. Well, all of a sudden you're throwing it just like you mentioned, and you haven't got a bite yet. And there are guys absolutely blasting them mm-hmm. and real quick. You change your game plan. You switch everything. You, you change up to this or to that. And it's just, you go into panic mode, survival mode. Yep. And that's, that's kind of how this deal is going to be. It's score tracker. I thought at first it's not a big deal, but it, there's times where it is not fun. There's times where it's awesome. I mean, it's, oh, I know. 
it's crazy. And also, you know, everyone that fishes tournaments can can relate to this. But you know, there's that time of the day where sometimes you go out there and you get a good start. Let's say you catch two or three good ones, and it's nine thirty, ten o'clock, and you go, okay, I have the rest of the time foundation. Five, yeah, five hours, six hours, whatever it is, to get two or three more bites. You know, have a really good bag. Well, in this deal, throw that out the window because yep. you got to be getting bit all day long. You have, have to get as many bites as you can to uh, to do well. So it's going to be, uh, honestly, extremely stressful day. I guarantee you when you're done fishing for the day, you're going to be so tired and drained that you're going to come back and not take horny goat weed. <laughs> <laughs> you know what, buddy? That's a perfect way to end this. I think that is that is no horny goat weed for the goat, the California goat. Dude, I appreciate you. Uh, I appreciate you letting me pick your tired brain. And uh, good luck, buddy. I miss you. I won't, I won't see you until, well, I'll actually be down there because we're overlapping a little bit. If you're still around, maybe we, can, maybe we can run into each other in Florida. But if not, I'm sure I'll see you at the Bassmaster Classic. Sounds good, buddy. All right, Thanks buddy. Good luck. And, uh, yeah, thank you, buddy. Safe travel. All right. See you, dude. See you. Bye. All right. The goat himself, Cody Myers. Cody Meyer. Um, awesome dude. Awesome, awesome, awesome dude. Um, just really, 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 uh, really crazy. Really, really crazy guy. <laughs> really funny. Um, enjoy that dude um so that's it that's it i i really appreciate y'all uh update on the traveling circus um hit a big time snag this week and i won't go into too many details on it it's still gonna be out it's still coming um but we had a technical uh issue this week a glitch and uh we're still we're still uh we're still hanging in there. And uh my my boy uh Austin, Austin Boyd, go follow Austin at Austin Boyd Photo. It's gonna be uh rolling rolling with me to uh Toho next week. But uh something happened with uh Mr. Hayden and the Rayburn footage and, and I'm kinda waiting on a phone call. Um he uh we had a hard drive issue and so it's out of our control. And uh, we're going to have something out next week one way or the other. All right? Things happen. But uh, that is one that didn't need to happen. And not a lot we can do about it. Thank y'all. Thank y'all for listening. Thank y'all for supporting the insanity. We'll all be paying attention to some MLF next week, I'm guessing. Y'all have a good week. It's going down for real. Bugatti for real, I'm Cobra The autobiography rover Got the key to my city, it's over No thoughts, only in the color covers I said wreck it, stretch it, hold up I said wreck it, stretch it, hold up I know you came here to see If you're a freak, then you come out with me And I know what you came here to do Now bust it open, let me see you get loose It's going down for real It's
going down further than famous girls get wetter than Katrina. Yeah, my girl, you never seen her. Cause my tits by limousines. Fuck my touch, say it's the Midas. We the plush on man of minus. My team blowing on that slam. Make you cough, cough, that's bronchitis. Don't miss Mondays with Into the Blue, brought to you by Academy Sports and Outdoors. Every Monday night from 7 to 10 p.m. Eastern on Waypoint TV, the destination for outdoor entertainment. Brave anglers search for the one they call king, but who will take his throne? Tune in to Waypoint TV's Battle for Silver, Saturday, May 18th from 12 to 6 p.m. Eastern, presented by Abyss Battery, Waypoint TV.